Well, hey, this is Kim Honeycutt. Thank you so much for being a part of ICU Talks podcast called Hear Voices. You're about to just be blessed all over the place. Our 10-minute speaker is about to knock your socks off. Her name is Jessie, and she has her own ministry, and she is a walking miracle. So enjoy the next 10 minutes. Uh, welcome. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited you're here. Um, I love this ministry. I love Kim. I love the power of testimonies. I love the fact that she knows there's power in them. Am I right? It's a power in testimonies. Yes, that's where our truth is found in grace and everything. Everything in everybody's life is about truth and grace, and that's Jesus. And so I want to share with you today how much I'm excited to be about this ministry and this night Do you believe that God has you here tonight for a reason? I believe that he's prepared beforehand for you to be here, for me to be here, and he's prepared for what's going to happen after tonight. So leave here differently. Sit here, soak it up, hear what God has done in my life and in the life of these other speakers, and let God move in this place. And so I hope that you... You do that tonight. I've been praying over you guys. I've been praying for these speakers over Psalm 119, 33 through 40. Go and check it out. It is worth reading, um, and it is powerful. And so I want to share with you that I get to speak up here, stand up here and speak about repurposed pain. And I have to be honest, when I interviewed for this, I didn't think that was going to be my topic, but God did. And so when I started thinking about it, when I was assigned it, I thought, that's it, Lord. You've already prepared this. You've already walked me into this. And I get to stand before all of you, beloveds, and share with you what God has already done and what God is going to continue to do. And so God has prepared for me in so many ways to, to share tonight about repurposed pain, because so many times, I don't know about you, but I run into people and they think that you have it all together. They look at you and you think, they think you have it all together. Beloved, I do not have it all together. I have never had it all together. And I have four boys and that proves over and over that I don't have it all together. <laughs> it's always an adventure. And I've learned that at an early stage. But let me share my story. I do have a ministry called Salty Sweet that the Lord has walked me into. And I'll share a little bit about that later. Because I do believe that sometimes we can go so far in truth that we forget about grace. And we can go so far in grace that we forget about truth. And the first chapter of John, it says Jesus is the fullness of truth and grace. And so tonight I hope to present to you the truth that you will have pain in this world. You will have tribulations. But the grace is, take heart, he's overcome the world. That means your pain is not wasted that only God, who is good, can make good out of our pain, right? So let's hear about that tonight. Well, let me share a little bit about my story. I have this little note up here to keep me focused because I can be a little scatterbrained sometimes. Um, four boys help with that also. And so let me share with you, if there's anything that you take from my talk tonight, I want you to hear Jehovah Jireh. I want you to hear that God provides. God provides purpose. He provides the good and the evil. God provides, even when we don't know it, even when we don't see it, God is providing. So when I was four years old, I can remember, and you wonder how far back you can remember, believe it, I remember. I remember sitting on a porch I didn't know where I was, wondering if my mother was going to come back. I remember her coming back. And I remember the years after that, that... 
there would be a lot of things that I would remember. And there would be a lot of pain. Um, I'm going to share with you in decades. When I was four, I remember that. And then the years in between four and 14, there was a lot of pain, beloved. There was sexual abuse. There was physical abuse. There was an alcoholic mother in my life. There was the, the lack of a mother in my life where I was left to raise my younger sisters from the minute they were born, pretty much. So by the age of 14, I had this heavy load on me. And I came to a point that I came to a point where I thought I had disappointed everyone. Have you ever felt that way? I came to a point where I felt like I disappointed everyone, and I wanted to end it because I couldn't handle it. But God had already provided a way. And, beloved, I did try to end it. But God, two years prior provided a a camp counselor to share truth with me in grace. She said, I don't know why you have all this in your life, but I know a God who provides good through it. And she shared the gospel with me, and she prepared my heart for the years to come. And I can remember looking back, this camp's camp counselor was dying from cancer. And she took time, and her little bit of time, to share with a 12-year-old girl something that would affect decades and many lives. And so I'm forever grateful that God provided this beloved in my life to share the, the good news with me because at age 14, I needed it. I needed it. And so also at that time, the heavy weight was from unrealistic expectations. Let me, let me tell you something. Expectations are not necessarily wrong. Unrealistic ones are. They, they hurt, and they give no hope. Like, we expect things from God. We expect him to keep his promises because that's who he is. And that's good. It's a realistic expectation. And so don't hear that expectations are wrong. Unrealistic ones are. And so here's this way to this, and God's going to tell me over and over, there's a purpose in it. There's a purpose in it. And I remember that being my strength. And so I'm going to say between age 14 to 24, lots of things happened. I actually left home, and I was a rebellious teenager that went to Bible college. (laughs) That's the truth. I still am to this day the rebellious teenager that went to Bible college. And so at the age of 24, here I am with my first child on the way, and God had already prepared me. I have already allowed God to heal and to use his people to, to... through their kindness to heal the hurts in my life and to prepare me for this child to come. Therefore, when that that child came, I knew what kind of mother I was going to be. I was going to be a mother that stayed. I knew because of God's goodness in providing that I could break the generation gap. I could break the problems that came from my past. Not in what I could do, but what God provided. And God provided the church, and he used it in a mighty way. And he showed me how glorious his people are, and I thrived on it. And I hope that's true in your life, but I'm going to get to a point in a minute where that might not be so true. And so at age 24, I'm allowing God to provide for me the things I need to fill in those hurts so that I can be a good mama that I wasn't relying on past generational hand-me-downs, but I was looking into new generational praises and highlights and goodness 
and that this could be a good thing. And I can look at my children and tell them good, hard truths and grace. And so now I'm 34. And in that in-between time, God provided many, many opportunities. He said, do you believe that I was, that I was going to make a purpose out of your pain? And I had to answer yes. And then he said, well, I'm calling you to share it. And that's where you're going to see my purpose. That's hard to do, beloveds. That's hard to get up here and share your pain. But that's the good purpose in it. That if, it's, if you kept silent, you wouldn't see the goodness of the Lord. Because the Lord isn't silent with us. And so through those years, I could, he said, Remember when you just wanted someone to hug you? Go hug every teenager because they might just need a hug. Remember that time that you didn't have a mother? Look into that child's eyes and say they loved. Remember that time that you felt the weight of caring for your, your sisters? Look into that person that's doing that also and go alongside them. Remember that time when you thought you were alone? Make sure that person feels invited. This is repurposed pain. There's a purpose in it. And God said, I'm going to be the healer of the world, and I'm going to use broken people to do it. I'm going to use you. You might miss out, on beloved, on the goodness and the purpose of your pain if you're not willing to walk so closely with Jesus that you know him deeply, and you're walking, and you're seeing his goodness because you've revealed it to others. And so at age 34, here I am before the Lord, and I think I've got it figured out. Remember, I told you I don't have it figured out. Age 34, the Lord would be silent for a little while. He would be silent, and he would break my heart over the church, where the church was not what I thought it could be anymore. The people were not kind. And I thought, Lord, why? And he said, because it wasn't the church that healed you. It was me. And God showed me more of himself in that time than I can ever imagine. So there was pain, and you don't have to wonder why. You have to seek the Savior. And he will reveal to you more of himself, and you will see the purpose in it. Now, I, he took someone that was so broken again, because you think you've walked through a lot of pain. Lord, what, what else could I not deal with? And then he brings this about, and he says, let me show you here also where I am. And I'm with you. And so believe that today, beloved. I want you to know that God provides. I want you to know that even if you have heartache, even if the church doesn't make sense, even if your family is broken, that God is making good. Because God is good. And he is Jehovah Jireh. And he is truth and grace. And do not ever forget it. Just remember, if he's still working on me, he's not finished with you either. If he can still make me, it's a daily choice to be an unselfish mother. It's a daily choice to seek him in the brokenness. Because there's always going to be trials and tribulations. But take heart. He's overcome them. And I want you to believe that because if I can, he can do it for me, he can do it for you. And I've seen the goodness of the Lord. And I know he's good. And I know that faith gives us the ability to see the good and evil situations. So nothing of this world takes him by surprise, and nothing is too far broken that he cannot make new. Because if he can take a small-town girl with a broken family, raising her sisters, 
to become a mother of four boys and still walk in truth and grace with the church, he can do it for you.